Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Well, welcome to the Table and Well podcast. Uh, We are so glad that you guys are with us. This is the first episode of season two, and we are really excited to be bringing this to you. And um, again, thank you for all of you who have listened and just been a part of of this journey with us. This is also the first podcast that we have video. video. So um, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, welcome and thank you for for watching this with us. Um, well, maybe not with us because that would be kind of awkward, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like, you know, and if you're just listening to the podcast yes. and you want to see us in real, well, I guess again, not in real not time, in real but, time but, but see us in video form, uh, recording, you're welcome to visit our YouTube channel to see it there. Yeah. And that's just table and Wilco on YouTube. So we're really excited about this first series that yeah. we're going to talk through um, for season two. Um, this is called Stories from the Table. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk through what we do at our table. It's called We have something called the Community Table where we meet uh, once every other week on Sundays. And it's just so beautiful of yeah. what the Lord does at our table and the yeah. connection that happens. And it's it's amazing. But yeah. I don't want to jump it's too been, far ahead. No, but. it's just been an incredible journey in the way that we had no idea mm-hmm. what God had in store for us uh-huh. by creating a, an invitation. And we're going to tell the story today of even how this came to be and just set up the the concept around what even is the table? What do we do? Why did we, why did we even start doing it? Right. Yeah. Because it wasn't something that we set out to do necessarily mm-hmm. on purpose. Right. And so as we share our stories, we want to set the background, set the table, yeah. let's say yeah. for um, where these stories are coming from. And that way you have, our listeners, you have an idea of where this, where it's set. Yeah. And actually one of the fun parts of getting to do this on video is that you get to see, because here we are, this is one, yes, of, the one of the tables that we um, host our community table at. We actually have three tables within our home, three dining room tables mm-hmm. where we host. Yeah. And this is one of them. And one of the things that we're really excited about too, is that as, as we go through this series, you're not going to just be hearing our stories. We're actually going to have some friends, um, that have been at our table Mm -hmm. and you're going to get to hear their stories and how the table has impacted their lives and what it means to them and um, just what they've seen happen. So you're not just hearing it from us. You're actually going to be able to hear it from people that have been at our table and that Mm -hmm. we love and they love us and they love the table and (laughs) they're excited to share with you what happens. And more than anything, just the impact that the table has been for them, the, the transformation that it's brought to their lives in such an, unseemingly way yeah. that a simple brunch invitation yeah. has become a beautiful part of their journey. Yeah. And so we're excited to hear what happens because we too, we have not recorded we don't know that their stories. yet. Um, we'll be doing that a little bit later here, even just today, but uh, we're excited to hear what, what they have to share. We, we don't really ask for yeah. feedback from the table, but we see it all around yeah, us. We do. Um, but we've not tried to gather the stories. So let, before we go any further, we're, we're kind of giving away. <laughs> we're so that, um, because this has been a real life experience for us now for, gosh, a year and a half. Yep. Year and a half we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been 
I, I, so many things we could say. Let's just. Yes. It's, yes. But it's just, I guess what I was going to say is that this is so comfortable for us at this yeah. point. This has just now become a part of our story too, mm, that yes. when we That's talk good. about it, we, and we tend to be pioneers. So we've been pioneering this kind of concept, I guess you could say, um, for so long that we've forgotten that for some, it, this could be a brand new concept. Yeah, for and sure. so we want to take it back yes. and share with you from the beginning, even how this came to be. Yeah. So um, in saying that, so we've said it many times, but I was on staff at a church, um, mm-hmm. ended up resigning in January of 2020. Mm-hmm. And we went on this, you know, three month journey of, uh, what does Lord want us to do? How does he want us to bring yeah, we everything together? Sabbatical yeah. and doing all that. And we've talked through that already, so I'm not going to belabor all that. But well, Tate Well came out of that. Yes. Well, and it months. came out of even, gosh, years before yeah. that of the Lord just revealing things to us and really our healing journey. Mm-hmm. And part of what the wounding that we were experiencing was relational yeah, between absolutely. us. And also that we didn't have a safe community to bring that to Yeah. Even though we had been a part of the church for well over 20, 25 years and in leadership right. and in ministry. And so we had this ache within us, even before you left staff of mm-hmm. something's missing here yeah. because when we have a need, mm-hmm. we don't have a safe place to bring it. Yeah. But yet this is where we devote all of our time, all of our right. energy. Um, this is, our community, mm-hmm. but when the community has a need, somehow we just don't quite have the skill to show up for one another. Yeah, yeah, and 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 we were just like, there has to be more. There has to be more. There has to be more. There has to be more connection available. There has to be more relationship available. There has to be more transformation available. Like, what what is going on? So there, there was always you're, you're very right. There's, there was this struggle in when we, at the church that we were at and prior to that this of this missing something. Yeah. And really, I think it was within us. Yeah. Like that struggle was within us of, we know that there's a need in the body of Christ that's not being met here mm-hmm. because when, and we saw this for us and when we saw it for other people around us, that when, when hard times are happening, when life just like every life day, happens. real life is happening, there's no, no space even to present that, to, to yeah. share your story. Really? Yeah. Like that is, that is the piece, the component that we probably didn't have verbiage for them, but yeah. a place to share mm, that's your good, story. To share your story. This is this is where I've been on my journey. This is where I am on my journey, and this yeah. is where I dream of going on my journey. And that that component, there was just no space or time to share that. Yeah, good, bad, yeah. or indifferent. Right. Really, well, even celebrations. Right, and even not even to share your story, but a place where people would hold your story mm. and just be yeah. present with you in in the telling of your story. Right. Again, good, bad, or indifferent. Right. Um. And so we, you know, we're on this journey of looking for where can we find this? Where does it look like? And um, so towards the end of 2020, Mm -hmm. as we were on this journey. Yeah. And we have been out of the traditional church model and out of ministry ministry as the formal sense for about a year at that point. Mm -hmm. We had started Table and Well. Mm -hmm. Things were going incredibly within collabs and we're seeing all this beautiful fruit. And but yet we didn't have community here necessarily that right. we were regularly connected to i guess you could say yeah in a place mm-hmm. again that we could hold and share stories yes um and so in uh the end of 2020 in december we were like okay and also another another layer to this is that i'm a worship leader and you know 
and I was leading worship at the church we were at and, and I hadn't done anything leading wise for about a year. And it's kind of like, okay, I know there's a calling in my life. So the only way to do that is to be part of a local body of believers and, right, and, yeah. and a, you know, a, a traditional church. And so we we're like, well, let's go back. We're going to, we're going to try to go back yeah. and we go to a church and, um, we get in there Sunday morning and we're sitting and we're listening and, and we had actually been trying for about a month, uh, month and yeah, a half probably. at that point. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even a couple months. Yeah. And we get in there and it, it was not, but this is the Sunday we were planning on committing. Yes. We were going to yeah, commit. We were committing. We're going to commit. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And we go and I'm not, I won't get into all of the message, but what it was, but it just, it, it did not sit well no. with us. And I think what we struggled the most with was there was the story. We knew the story. We had brought a guest with us and mm-hmm. we knew her story yeah. and the story that she was living and the story that was being delivered from the stage um, was honestly very wounding for her, for yeah. her, because it was this, this message of, I don't know how to explain it, but there was an identity belonging clash mm-hmm. yes. of, yeah. of like, the only way you can have identity and belonging is to basically disregard the pain of your story would be yeah. probably a good way to put it. Yeah. And we had already kind of been struggling for a couple months because one of the things in the large church model is that there's no ability to ask a question ask questions or to tell a story. And right. so there was multiple times in services before where we were like, Hey, uh, can you help me I, understand that? Yeah. yeah I, I don't think I get what you mean. Can you, yeah. you know, we kind of joked with each other cause there's just no, no, no form role. for that. Yeah. No form for that. And then we experienced this moment where we're like, oh my goodness, this is creating wounding and someone that we really care about and yeah. is in a really fragile space. And, and we just, we kind of came home and we're like, we just can't, we can't do it. Can't keep doing yeah. this. Like this just isn't, just isn't working yeah. and we're seeing more pain than we are seeing fruit. Mm-hmm. And so at that point we were like, but then what? <laughs> what do we right? do? I don't know. And it was funny because the person uh, said, have, well, have you guys ever thought about starting a house church? <laughs> we're like, no. We're like, nope. No, nope, no, no, nope, nope, nope. More so than anything that what we didn't want was a honey, I shrunk the church. Right. Like we weren't wanting to take all those normal components in our traditional service and shrink it into our home and call that like right. a solution. We yeah. knew that still wasn't going wasn't to quite the solution. meet the needs of the body of Christ right. or even the needs, needs that we were aching for. Yeah. And so, but what we did know is that what was happening in collabs was actually really powerful and beautiful and yeah. beautiful. And so what we began to wonder about is how do we bridge that gap? Yeah. And how do we create an invitation where people get to experience presence with one another? How mm-hmm. do we, how do we get to create an invitation where people get to share their story yes. and, and teach the body of Christ to stay present for yes. one another's story yep. and to show up with each other and love well. Um, and so we began to think about the concept of the table. Yeah. And we had, for gosh, I don't know, decades, uh, kind of been known for the people who invite yeah. people to their table. Yep. Just come to our table, hang out, and we'll do dinner together. And we'll just, we, our house was all, we always had people in our home. Like yeah. always for whatever reason, but come eat, come hang out, come stay. It didn't yeah. really matter. We had done something, um, at our, the, the church we had left staff from where we called it Taco Sunday because mm-hmm. we had moved across the country and we had moved here with this phrase of, we just want to be, to know and be known, seen and be seen, love and be loved. Yeah. And we realized in like two short weeks of being there, like, oh, oh. there's no place to do that here. Right. And so, so we need we, to create that. Yep. So it's not going to happen if we don't create a space for mm-hmm. that to happen. And so we came up with this idea of, 
taco Sundays and inviting people to our house after church where we just make this big giant vat of taco meat (laughs) and, and just invite anybody over. And in fact, made it a challenge among ourselves to go and invite the people that we had never seen before. The people who would normally not get the invitation because they weren't known, you know, they weren't um, part of the main running of the church. We were inviting the people that maybe hit in the back row. First time or, visitors, yeah. or maybe they've been there a month or so and nobody really had connected with them. And yeah. so we, 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 we made it a challenge to find those people yeah. and invite them into our home. So and, there came a point where what we had like 40 people yeah. milling about the house every other Sunday at our yeah. house. And we just loved it. We loved creating that time and space. But what we didn't have, which is so interesting at that time was we didn't have the skills we have now. Right. And we talked a lot about this in the podcast, how there was a point in time where we had none of these relational skills. Yeah. None of the maturity skills we mm-hmm. have now, but we, it was just like us to invite people to our home mm-hmm. and to create space. We knew enough to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So in saying all of that, when this, when we started milling about the idea of what do we do, we were asking the Lord and, and the table seemed like a really obvious answer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, invite people to our table. And we even joke that around when people are invited to our house, we often start around the table and we end around the table. Around we the don't table. even move to the living room half the time right, because we're in conversation and mm-hmm. connections happening and growth is happening yep. and all those things. And it's just, we just stay inten- intently at the table. Yeah. Um, but all of that to say, so we started thinking about, okay, if we created an inv- invitation to mm-hmm. the table, what might that look like? Right. And, I'm a one on the Enneagram, so I like a good plan. She loves a plan. <laughs> and you having a one wing. I have a one wing, yeah. right? Nine with a one wing. So I like a plan as well. And mm-hmm. so we were trying to plan this thing out. Like, how are we, how are we going to do it? What's it going to look like? Okay, we can't just be contained here because it has to it has to multiply and grow. And it has to be, but it has to be organic. But it can't be too planned. But it has to have, and it was like we had it super super structured and 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 to be completely honest it was a really good plan yeah yeah it was a good plan um for sure we even had a list of the people that we would invite and part of our passion is to raise up elders in the body of christ and Uh so that's even who we were thinking about and making lists of and um and but there was no peace no peace on it whatsoever and we've learned over the years to be led by peace led by peace yeah and and on paper, it looked great. Mm-hmm. And then when we, anytime we would go to like pull the trigger to make, to do it, we were like, ah, no, no, no peace, no peace. No and peace. so we, we literally put it on the shelf and we didn't, we just didn't think about it. No, we, we just, literally just let it go away. because we yeah. felt like we had a choice to make to mm-hmm. either force it to happen or release it back to the Lord. We yep. knew, we knew without a doubt that there, that we were to do it, yeah. but we, we weren't going to do it without the peace. Yeah. And so, um, so we just let it completely go, and then we took a weekend away for our anniversary. Yeah, about we four, just... four and a half months later, after yeah. we kind of put mm-hmm. it away. Yeah, we yeah we took the weekend. Go ahead, sorry. You no, know, you're fine. And um, and then it was like we were just chatting about life and over lunch, and uh, I remember looking at you and I was like, I think we're supposed to start the table. And, and I was like, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we are. I'm like, When do you want? When when do, when should we start? And then your answer was. This Sunday, like, why not? Like, let's start with more questions than answers. Like, okay. Like, Sunday what happens if we just start with more questions than answers? And, um, and instantly it was like, yeah, yep. that's exactly what we're supposed to do. And we both felt the Lord say to us, set the table mm-hmm. 
and I'll, and I'll do, do the rest. Yeah. And that there was this invitation into my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. All I'm going, all I'm asking for you to do is set the table. You don't have to figure out all of what's going to happen. You don't right. have to figure out how to care for all these people. I'm not even making you responsible for any of them, which was a really big yeah, deal for us, for sure. Because I think we can get into that right mm-hmm. in in this. Um, <laughs> in the Christian realm of like, well, if I'm going to lead people, that makes me responsible for them. And if I create an invitation, then I'm responsible for what happens there. And it's a both and I'm not saying like there's no responsibility, but the beauty is if you're doing what the Lord asks you to do, Mm -hmm. he carries that. He carries the way we partner with them. And and, and thinking back on it, I really feel that I remember it's that being some of our conversation when we were in the beginning trying to make this plan. We're like, well, how do we, how do we care for all these people? How do we, like we were like, Almost as if we were owning the people. Yeah. Like we were taking on like ownership of these people that, right. that we were going to invite to our table. Yeah. And this time around, it was like none of, none that. of, none of that whatsoever. And, and again, not that we don't care for and that we don't connect with, but it was this, this ownership piece of us. The, what we, what we say a lot is we're not gathering people mm-hmm. to us. It's like we're not trying to gather people. To, it, yeah, to us in particular. Yeah, it it's like we're setting the Lord's table. Yes. Not even our, our table. table. Yeah. Yeah. And we're inviting them into belonging with him. Yes. And belonging with each other, not, not belonging to us. To us. And then yeah. and that's I think what flipped and switched in us. I think so too. That made it to be like, oh no, yeah, let's just do this. This is your thing, Lord. And again, and when he is his 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 response to us or even his statement to us is you just set the table and I'll do the rest, as mm-hmm. you said earlier, was like Oh, the weight's off. The pressure's off. Mm-hmm. We can just do this and partner with you. And then whatever you do, Lord, we'll, we'll follow. Yeah. And it's been exactly like oh, that. exactly. Like the last, because like I said, we've been doing it for about a year and a half. And honestly, there's not been a Sunday that we're like, wow, that was so hard. Uh, right. You know, like mm-hmm. um, even on days when we have no Nothing steam. to give. Because yes. we've been running all week mm-hmm. or we're coming in from out of town or whatever is going on in life. And... It's still light. Yeah. It's still beautifully light. And part of it is because people are learning and have learned how to show up for one another. And we'll talk Mm, a little bit about that. But And so what we did is so we came back home that after that weekend and we just did an open invitation on Mm -hmm. I mean we made an Eventbrite thing and we put it on Facebook and said brunch at the berries is what it was. That was the invitation. It was that that was it. Mm -hmm. Bring here's something to bring. I'll do this. I'm going to make this show up and we're just going to spend time with Jesus yep. and see what happens. And and we did have some rhythms and we'll talk through those a little bit too, but um, it was just very simple invitation. It wasn't even, I don't even think there's really major any detail in that first invite. I think no, it literally was just so. like, show which was up. incredibly <laughs> courageous of people yeah. to trust us for that. Um, and interestingly enough, we've been doing it on a Sunday morning, which mm-hmm. just because it worked best with our schedule mm-hmm. and, um, it, it, it ended up being a space where a lot of people who were not sure where they were on their journey or had been wounded by the church or, in or even just in between or, or feeling yeah. that same, like, yeah. there's got to be more curiosity and curiosity within yeah. them created this really neat space for that. Um, and so since that time, what's been so mind blowing and incredible in the last 18 months is that we've hosted over a hundred people. Yeah. Uh, that event bright ended up, turns out Eventbrite is a public platform. And I mean, so I knew that, but we knew that, but didn't think about it. So we even had people show up that had found it just within like our community search. If you 
search for things that yeah. are happening around the city. They found the invitation. <laughs> and um, so it's been people who we've known mm-hmm. intimately and walked life with for yep. years. And then it's been people that we have never met and somebody who knew somebody who heard about the table right. since then. And, and just another, just another testament to how awesome God is. There was one Sunday that we did it and we had 16 people show up mm-hmm. and we knew Two of them, I think, yeah. maybe out yeah. of the 16. And they didn't know each other. We didn't know them. They had no connection to each other, but they all just showed up. They heard about it from this person, from this person, from this person. And it's like, what is happening here? Yeah. And another interesting thing is Greenville. I don't know what the Lord is up to here, but there are droves of people that have been moving for the last decade yeah. just on a word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, I have never heard of Greenville, which is part of our story that I don't think we've ever shared on the podcast, but yeah. us being in Greenville was literally God highlighting this city to us yeah. that we had never heard of. And it's been happening. I, there are hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of families. Yeah. Of families here that are here because God told them to, but they don't know why. And so yeah. a lot of the people we've hosted too, which it's not uncommon for us to have a table of people who just have been here for one week mm-hmm. in the city and they don't know why they're here. Why they're they have here. no connection yeah. to anyone. Yeah. And That's so been, those are fun. Actually at this table right here, yeah. I had that. We had, I had two, three couples that have been in Greenville for less than a, a week. Yeah. And had heard about it through separate channels and yeah. it's, crazy so fun yeah and i think what's neat about it we we've been trying to figure out how to articulate in words this experience that we've had because we haven't really slowed down to really articulate it i guess yeah and so we've been talking about this and one of the things that's been very interesting is that we're reconnecting long lost siblings is Mm. what it feels like Mm -hmm. in the body of christ you know it's not that we're collecting a bunch of um people who necessarily need a spiritual mom and dad, mm-hmm. which we all do. We all do. Yeah. And there's a need for that in the body of Christ. And I won't go off on that diatribe because <laughs> there's a huge yes, lack there is. right now. Yes. But what we're teaching is how to, how to mutually mm-hmm. show up in maturity for one another. Yes. And we're actually creating experience and modeling experience for that. Um, as we've talked about the table mm-hmm. and we'll talk about our rhythms here in a minute, but as people have asked us about what do you do and how do you do it? And, all of that. And what we've come to find out as we've articulated it is that really what we do is we just model. Like yeah. we do a lot less teaching. A yes. lo- there's very little no preaching. preaching. No preaching. Um, it is just modeling and and showing people what it's like mm-hmm. and what it feels like, both on the delivery, like yep. the receiving, receiving. and giving yes. side of what it what it looks like to do this dance. Yeah. Of of giving and receiving, of being siblings, of being long lost relatives uh-huh. in the body of Christ. And, yeah. and what does it look like for us to show up for each other mm-hmm. in those moments Yeah, and modeling that? Yeah. And we, what we've uh, found is that what, what we teach here at the table and what we experience is the power of presence. Yes. The incredible power of presence yes. and, and how parallel and like these moments of like, duh, that, hmm. that, that is Jesus. Like yeah. that is, that is what he did when he came here yes. was that he brought his presence mm-hmm. to us yes. and was just present among us. And that's actually what transformed. Yes. It wasn't the sermon on the mm-hmm. Mount. Yep. It was his presence. Yes. And so, and I think that's what we've discovered has yeah. been lost in the traditional church model or what there's maybe not enough space for yeah. in the programming of the traditional churches 
do we have an opportunity to practice presence yeah. and hold one of their stories like you yeah. shared? So um, in getting to experience that, we've just been blown away. Blown away. Absolutely. Blown away. I think too mm. in the... I think I've been surprised mm-hmm. by people's ability to actually do that. Mm. Interesting. You know, not yeah. not because we taught them something. Mm-hmm. It's only because we set a table for them to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and we set a table and then it was modeled. Mm-hmm. And this is this is what mm-hmm. it looks like to practice the gift of presence. Mm-hmm. And do we do it perfectly? Does every table happen perfectly no. without a hiccup? No. No. Absolutely not. But do we, but is there still beauty in the midst of the learning? Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the rhythms. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. To begin your journey to relational health, go to tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101. Again, that's tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101.